0: good morning. i am in the Christmas mood thank you thank you thank you Thank you thank you thank you that Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. What have you done for him lately? This is Pentatonic. This is the group Pentatonics. If you've never listened to them, you need to go listen to them. Thank Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, Uh pentatontics. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I do too, Dolly. I love their music. love God. Can't tell you your relationship with God don't have to be boring. actually off their Christmas album. Father God, we thank you. 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 Do you know it's okay for you to be joyful? It's okay for you to be happy. Every day does not have to start out the same Way the same thing we were in Bible study last night and learning about the signs of worry and how worry turned to weary and one of, weariness and one of the things um, that I forgot to mention um, is people who are worriers are really resistant to change. They like so much routine. They don't ever want to be taken out of routine. Being taken out of routine um bothers them and if you did not know and i'm just being real real if you're gonna serve god you gotta be flexible if you're gonna let if you're gonna be used by god you gotta be flexible you gotta have some flexibility to you every day cannot be the same every day is not going to be the same every day with god is like an adventure it's like a journey my god I remember when God started getting me out my comfort zone. I am um, as not as extro- extroverted as everybody thinks that I am. I'm actually an introvert with a charismatic call <laughs> on my life. But I love God's people. Josiah said that yesterday. Like, I love people so much And so when you encounter me, you encounter my love for people. When, when God started demanding more, and when I say demand, he's not forceful, he's not violent. When God started inviting me into really living a life for him and with him, he started pulling me out my comfort zone. And he was like, I want you to go start sitting in this coffee shop. So he led me to a coffee shop. My God, thank you for purpose. My God, thank you for purpose. And anybody connected to the coffee shop for ladies Bible study knows divinely how this story, what this story is like, knows what it's like when we live a life that's led by God, right? And so he led me. Um, He led me, yes, that's so good, (laughs) that's so good. Um, He led me to a place where um, I was going to sit in this coffee shop, totally, I love coffee, totally out my comfort zone, just sitting on the couch just connecting to people, just talking to people. And one particular day, a man sat beside me and he sat beside me and everybody was talking and he introduced himself to me and I introduced myself to him. And we just started talking about life and we just started talking about, and there was another man there, his name was Big John. um, And he was kind of the conduit behind all of this. And we are all talking and Big John introduces me to Jim. we start talking. Um, Jim and I start talking about coffee. We start talking about ownership. We start talking about business. We just start talking about all these different things, right? Because I want my own coffee shop one day and we're just sitting there talking. And then he says to us, big John says, why don't we all go to lunch? And so again, out my comfort zone, me, big John and, and Jim, I don't know either one of them. Um, sitting there like, okay, Lord, but I feel the Lord prompting me. I feel the Lord leading me. I feel the Lord pushing me. So I'm like, okay, I'll meet you guys for lunch, right? So I meet them for lunch at this little tiny Mexican restaurant. We go to the restaurant and we eat lunch and I'm sitting there and, um, we're just talking. We're still just talking. Jim and I are just talking about life. He's sharing with me his amazing story. He's telling me his journey. He's telling me all the different things that he has had happen in his life. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Right? Well, um, he then pulls out a wallet to pay for lunch. He says, no, let me pay for lunch. And I'm like, okay. He pulls out a wallet to pay for lunch. And as he pulls out the wallet to pay for lunch, on the back of the wallet is a scripture and it's Jeremiah 29 and 11. And if anybody knows how I feel about Jeremiah 29 and 11, it's actually on my shoulder. That is like my life. I know the plans that I have for Lakeisha. I know the plans I have for Keisha. And I'm like, wow, that's my life scripture. I said, that's tattooed my shoulder. And he's like, you've got to be kidding me. And I'm like, no. So we, we connect, we talk and we start just connecting and talking after that, right? We just start connecting and talking after that well, Jim is the owner of Guillermo's Coffee Shop, and Jim and I just started talking about life. Um, I host, which will be back, my talk show, Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. Several of his and my episodes were hosted from his coffee shop. He let us take over the coffee shop, and we begin to have Bible study in this little bitty small room in the back of the coffee shop. And when I tell you the lord divinely orchestrated everything god divinely orchestrated like god divinely orchestrated absolutely everything we sat into the in that coffee shop until the coffee shop could not be couldn't hold us until the coffee shop couldn't contain us until the coffee shop like The coffee shop just could not hold us any longer. That's how it grew. Well, then God divinely positioned me in another place and told me to do radio for a year. When I went into radio for a year, JC Loves and I would connect. And he came one day. My God, I thank you for this reminder. He came one day and he said, Lakeisha, your Bible study is way too big for this coffee shop. Why don't you bring Bible study down to the radio station. And so at the place that I was growing, at the place that the ministry was growing, at the place, yes, Ramonda, blessings went on that coffee shop. I promise, when when the coffee shop should have been doing bad because it was a new business they had bought, the, the coffee shop was accelerating. The coffee shop was evo- evolving. And so then God stepped in and JC stepped in and was like, look, why don't you bring the Bible study down to the station? Because it's gotten way too large for this coffee shop. Again, another divine appointment. Again, another divine assignment seeing the hands of God, but for me stretching myself, me getting outside of my comfort zone, I'm just telling you, there is, there's like this spiritual stretch. There's always divine direction. Um, It's not that God is not speaking. God is always speaking. It's whether or not we're listening. My God, it's whether or not we're seeking. It's whether or not we're heeding. It's whether or not, yes, divine alignment. It's whether or not we are Following the voice of a stranger, or if we're following the voice of God. God is always speaking, but sometimes what He speaks to us, sometimes what He says to us, will pull us out of our comfort zone. Faith, can, can I, to, I believe in this and everything in me, and I'm not saying stuff that just, that just doesn't happen. Favor aligns with obedience, y'all. Favor aligns with obedience. Favor will align favor every time you obey God, every time you get outside your what you think is necessary, every time you push outside your barriers, your comfort zone, and you're like, no, God, I'm really signed up. He will begin to order your steps. Steps. So you got to be flexible. I'm just being real. You got you to be flexible. You got to get up every morning. If you're going to get up and command your day, you also got to get up every morning, right? You you gotta get you gotta give give up every morning like you gotta get up every morning and stand in a position and place to understand that God wants to lead you, <laughs> that God wants to direct you, that God. Wants to um guide you, we've just gotta be willing to be listened. We gotta be able to listen to him, we gotta make sure we're not following a voice of strangers. We gotta carefully listen to the voice of voice of God, and he says this consistently that his sheep know his voice. Remember, we've been learning God is the good shepherd. We've been learning God as a good shepherd. And so if we are really actually going to learn him as a good shepherd, we have to stretch beyond anything we can imagine and allow our lives to line up with what his voice, with whether or not he's speaking because he's still speaking. Isaiah 55, 11 um, says to us, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, tells us that his word will not return void. His word will not return void. His word so if God speaks something to to us, come on Holy Spirit, I hear you today. Lean not into our own understanding. I hear you today. If God speaks something to us, if God requires something to us, his word does not his his word does not return void. His word does not return void. His word is not a word that comes back to us void. And I think Um, because of, I think I know, because of complacency, because of unsurety, because of fear, because of being warriors because of wanting control over our lives always right those that are really sensitive to the voice of god know that they have absolutely no control over their life those that are sensitive to the voice of god know without a doubt um that um if he's going to lead them and guide them then they have to take the barriers come on holy spirit they have to take the barriers off of god they t- got to take the limitations off of god sometimes my schedule varies it looks different almost absolutely every day. Now, I know that I'm called into ministry full-time. I know that some of you are called into whatever you're called into. You're still called full-time. There is no part-time ministry. If you're called into service in the military, that's still still a full-time call on your life. If you're called into teaching, that's still a full-time call on your life. Whatever God has called you into, and I know sometimes that comes with someone else guiding and directing your schedule, but still being sensitive enough, slow enough in your day to hear the voice of God. So I, it says, so Isaiah 55 and 11, it says, so my word, my, so will my word, let me back up to the 10th verse. It says, for as the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return there without watering the earth, making it bare and sprout and providing seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so will my word be, which goes out of my mouth, it will not return to me void. And what we mean with by God's word will not be returned to him void. It will not return to him useless Without result. Baby, that's enough to shout. That's enough to shout. His word will not return to us void, useless, without result. My God, do you know how much revelation is in that? Without accomplishing what I desire, this is the next part of the verse, and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. <sighs> I get so excited when I get revelation in the word so this means and be and be led forth by the Lord himself with peace this will come on Lord this is what the whole scripture say can I go back and read that to us one more time can I start at the 10th verse no so let me back up to the 9th verse right oh no let me go back okay I'm gonna go back to the 8th verse Isaiah 55 and 8 it says for my thoughts are not your thoughts Y'all, come on now. So, like, this is, Thank you, Lord, for this. Thank you for your word on this. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us in the direction to understand that you still speak today. Thank you for leading us in a place and a position to understand that you will still talk to us today if we will listen to you. Let me back up to the eighth verse. It says, and this is the amplified version of the Bible. It says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's why we can't, we can't direct who God uses. That's why our, thought, our thoughts are not. I don't care how close you walk to God. I don't care how close you walk to God. I don't care how. The, your thoughts are still not His thoughts. Your thoughts are still. He says, He says, well, your thoughts are. My, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My thoughts are not your thoughts. I think in a different level. I think in a different plane. I think in a different place. I think from a different position. I think, And I don't know about you, Meredith, but I am grateful that he and I don't have the same thoughts. Because sometimes I'm callous. Sometimes I'm condescending. Sometimes I'm judgmental. Sometimes I've done stuff that's just been ignorant. So I'm so grateful God doesn't think like I think. Or I wouldn't be sitting here. I'm so grateful that God didn't think like I think. Or we wouldn't have Jesus. As a matter of fact, he told Moses, he said, I'll wipe out all of them thank you you are a god of compassion thank you you are a god of love thank you you are a god my god i'm so glad i'm so glad he does not think like i think i'm so i'm grateful my god that he does not think like i think or we would be in trouble so he says my thoughts are not your thoughts nor are my your ways my ways declare the lord this is what he's saying to them he's saying i think higher I think, I think higher. I function at a level of pure holiness. I'm committed to love and service. I'm committed to love and service. I'm committed to love folks, whether they dysfunctional or not. I'm committed to love folks, whether they get on my last nerves. I'm committed to serving and taking care. So this is what he says. And he says, so nor are my ways, your ways, declare the Lord's, for as the heavens are higher than the earth. The, our human nature gets corrupted. Our human nature gets sinful. Our human natures gets into cardinality. And so he's saying to them, he says, I'm higher. I'm elevated. I'm I'm higher than I'm higher than anything you ever imagined. Right? I don't I don't think at the level, I don't act on the level that you think. That's why I know God always, I really truly, when the scripture says Ephesians 3 and 20, exceedingly abundantly above all I can ask or think, I know God goes beyond what we think. I know he goes beyond what our limitations is. He says, so are my ways higher than your ways? My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways. He's declaring this. He's, he, said, he says, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. He says, for as the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return there without watering the earth. Right. He says, they come down. They come, they come down from heaven and do not return. They don't go back up to heaven right? without watering the earth, making it bare and sprout and providing seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So will my word, which goes out my mouth. So will my word, which goes out my mouth he says it will not return to me void useless without result without accomplishing what i desire and without succeeding my god so the word of god is what makes us successful the word of god is what makes our relationships successful the the um The word of God. I I remember one time I was at lunch with someone and we were all sitting at this table and we needed to make a decision to go somewhere. And they were asking me, they were like, "Um, do you think you can go with us um, to this specific place? And I remember this was my conversation at the time I was married. I said, I need to check with my husband. I said, let me check with my husband and see if he's okay. And I remember one of the women at the table leaned forward and she said, You got that little submission thing down packed. And she brought up submission as if it was a bad thing, right? And I just looked at her and I just smiled and I just simply said, It works for my household. Like I just simply say, it works for my household because I know what the word says to me about me submitting to my husband. I know what the rules, and I don't mean that in a bad way, I know what the rules for our house were. Things so we could flow, things so we could be complete, things so that we could keep the devil out of our marriage. We just didn't make a lot of moves without talking to each other. We just didn't make a lot of moves without discussing things. We just didn't make major decisions until we came to the table and had that conversation. conversation because the word does not return void and if I act in the word towards my marriage come on somebody if I act in the word towards my marriage if I yield in the word towards my marriage if I come on Stephanie if I'm in alignment with the word towards my marriage then guess what the word is gonna make my marriage successful Come on now. The word is what's going to make my marriage successful. It's not anything else that's going to make my marriage successful. It's the word. It's not all the little tips. It's not all the little books. It's not. It's the word that's going to make my marriage successful. It's the same thing. So if we're trying to figure out whether or not God is speaking, God ain't talking to me. God is always speaking. He speaks through the Holy Spirit. He speaks through the word of God. His word of God does not return void. His word of God does not return void. So if I, come on now, if I put God in a limited perspective that, oh, if I don't take this and apply, I love God, apply this to me. He says, so He says, so will my word, which goes out my mouth, it will not return to me void, useless without result, without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in it, in the matter for which I sent it, in the matter for which he sent his word, in in the matter for which he sent his word, in the matter for which he gave us direction, in the matter for which he talks to us. Come on now. Like come on now, we gotta see this as the work we gotta see this as God speaking. We gotta see this as him being good shipper. We gotta see them see this as him guiding us. We gotta see this as him leading us. Come on, we're gonna skip over to Second Timothy. I love God. Come on now. We're gonna skip over to Second Timothy. My God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for revelation in your word. I thank you for truth in your word. I thank you for guidance in your word. I thank you, Father God, for your step, our steps being ordered in your word. I thank you. hate when I can't do this. I thank you, Father God, that the word of God is yes and amen. And you are so faithful, Lord God. My God, you are so faithful. So we're gonna go over to Second Timothy. I'll let y'all know I don't be having my Bible map. Second Timothy, third verse. And 16 through 17. And it simply says, all scripture is (laughs) God-breathed. All scripture is God-breathed. All scripture is God-breathed, given by divine inspiration. is profitable for instruction. Somebody say that the word of God is profitable for instruction. (laughs) The word of God is profitable for instruction. For conviction of sin. My God for for correction my God, this is where it gets difficult for correction. This is where we are responsible to ourselves. This is where the salt and the light, this is where the separation comes. This is this is where this is where the word proves to be the word. This is where the word is worth. He says all scripture is God breathed, given by divine inspiration, profitable for instruction, for conviction of sin, for correction of error, and restoration of obedience. Do you know that the word of God restores you? He restores you through your obedience. Come on now. Learning to live in the conformity to God's will, both publicly and privately, behaving honorably with personal integrity and moral courage so that the man of God may be complete. Somebody say complete, may be proficient, may be outfitted and thoroughly equipped for every good work. For every, for every good work, for everything you do, for your marriage, for your children. My God, come on, Holy Spirit, for everything that you get involved in. So I want to show you something this morning. This is going to help us. This is going to help us in restoring our relationships, even with our children, understanding that the word, the word of God is what leaves us, understanding how profitable profitable the word is to us, understanding that the word of, the word of God is what completes us. If we are being completed by anything else other than the word of God, we are out of misalignment for what God called us to do. The word of God is what we need. That's strong in there. Let me give you something else this morning. I want to share something with you that God convicted me with personally and dealing with my relationships with raising my children. And I tell you guys, I try to be as transparent as I can on here as much as the Lord will let me say I was not The best. I was an okay parent. I love my sons. My sons love me. I was not as a, I'm a better parent now because of Jesus. I'm a better parent now because of the word of God. And just because you are in church and just because you go to church and just because you know word does not mean that you are living the word and letting the word be active in your, your, your relationships, right? I, I was using the word of God, but not for myself. Can I just be real? I was using the word of God, but not for myself. I was using the word of God to mishandle everybody else. And I, I, I was using it to—I was using the word of God to beat them up. I was using—I I was not being as supportive. I was not being as loving. I was not being as kind. So, if God speaks to us through the Word, this is the foundation for today. And His Word will not return to us void. That's what Isaiah just told us. Second Timothy just told us the Word of God was profitable. The word of God is profitable. The word of God is for correction. The word of God, the word of God does all the things. It doesn't just do those things for everybody else. It does those things for us. Then when the word of God speaks, because the word of God speaks, my God. Because the word of God speaks right because the word of god speaks my older sons are 27 25 23 they've been out the house right because the word of god speaks so when god i always feel like judah Judah and josiah are my second chance when god gave me a second chance through judah and josiah and i began to seek out the word of god for raising my children i need the word to teach me how to raise my children right because again the word of god is going to make it successful come on holy spirit speak to us today It's the word of God that's going to make our marriages successful. It's the word of God that's going to make our relationships successful. It's the word of God that's going to make raising our children perfect. So let's go over to Ephesians 6 and 1 because I love this scripture because we love to quote this to our children, right? So it says, children obey your parents in the Lord that is accepting their guidance and discipline as his representatives. For this is right for obedience teaches wisdom and self-discipline, right? Perfect, perfect scripture. I can say this scripture by heart. Second, honor, esteem, value as precious, your father and your mother, and be respectful to them. This is the first commandment with a promise, right? So then it says, still talking to children, so that it may be well with you and that you may have a long life on the earth. Every parent who is in the word has probably quoted this scripture to their kids. Here's the part here's the part of the leading here's the part of the correction here's the part of what we need inside of us so that we can be successful as parents I don't know why we went in this direction this morning but it's got to be necessary it's got to be for a reason this is where this is where we need it this is where we have to begin to understand that his thoughts are higher this is how we have to begin to understand that his his thinking is different his parenting is different his relationship his relationship right his relationship is different. This is where, this is the next part. This is fathers. Mothers as well. That's not just fathers. Fathers, do not. Somebody say do not. Somebody type do not. Do not provoke your children. My God. Do not provoke your children to anger. My God. Do not provoke your children to anger. This is a lesson this morning. Do not. Do not provoke your children to anger. Do not exasperate them. Let's look up the word exasperate. What does exasperate mean? Exasperate means to irritate and frustrate. Well, they ain't got no business becoming frustrated with me anyway. I'm their mama. They ain't got no business being frustrated with me anyway. I'm their daddy. You're still human. You still make mistakes. You still possibly could frustrate them. They may also be frustrated because of all, all of this. Their frontal lobes ain't developed. They're emotional. Um, they're coming into puberty. Their bodies are aligning and changing hormonally. This is, what, this, is this, this is what the scripture says. It says, do not provoke your children to anger. Do not exasperate them. Do not irritate them. Do not frustrate them. I'm going to say myself, do not nag them. Do not lord over them. Do not act like you own them. <laughs> do not, it says, do not exasperate them to a point of resistance, which with demands, <sighs> come on, y'all. Wait, come on, with demands that are trivial or unreasonable. <sighs> anybody been trivial before? Anybody, anybody gonna be real, real and be honest and say, okay, I've been trivial, which, but trivial trivial right that's not trivial right (laughs) that are not trivial right we're not going to be trivial that's what it says this is the amplified version of the bible or unreasonable my god or Humiliating. Anybody ever humiliated their kids before? My God. Well, I was humiliated growing up, and I'm okay. And you're not okay. <laughs> you're not okay. The humiliation was not good for your psyche. The human the humiliation was not good for you. When well, my mama talked to me like that, and it was no big deal. It was a big deal. It's it's what's affecting you now. It's what's holding you up now. It's what's hindering you up now. It's what's keeping you from walking in difficult, walking in right relationships now. It's generational. It's It's a curse. It's it's not healthy, right? And so it says, and it says bringing, it says, be or abusive, nor by showing favoritism or indifference to anyone, (laughs) nor, can I back that up? Nor by showing favoritism or indifference to any of them, but bring them up tenderly This is where I had to work on myself. This is where I had to ask God to help me become tender. I had a real conversation with my 23-year-old the other day. He said, mother, you, you, can I say this? Let me say, he said, you, he said, you didn't do it overtly. He said, but subconsciously, you had us in a position where we were afraid to not fail, but fail you. Because I am where I am now, that didn't break me and tear me up because I had begun to recognize it because God had dealt my heart. He said it wasn't consciously. He said, but subconsciously, you had us in a place and position where we were afraid to fail you. So there were things that we needed to talk to you about that we could not talk to you about. Now we can. We can talk to you about anything, right? We, We can talk to you about anything. So, I had to ask the Holy Spirit when I began to recognize that I was not operating in tenderness, that I was not operating in loving kindness. I got it, I got, it. I was not operating in tenderness. I was not operating in loving kindness. I'm going to say this again. I was not operating in tenderness. I was not operating in loving kindness. This is where the Lord had to pray. go back to, to, remember we go over to Timothy and it says, we're talking about this, God still, God still speaks to us. God leads us as good shepherd, right? He leads us as good shepherd through the word of God. He comes back to us and he says to us, the word corrects, the word reproves the word. He comes back and he says to us, if I'm tenderly with loving kindness, in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord, and most of us probably did not raise our kids. Not all of us. I'm saying some of us. Some of us failed at this, where where we were not. Tender and loving kind in the discipline and instruction of the Lord, really involving God and letting His ways be thought, His hires be high. So let me go back to this. He says, So my word which goes out of my mouth will not return to me void, useless, or without result, without accomplishing what I desire, and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. And then it says, For you will go out, and He's telling them from exile with joy, and be led forth by the Lord Himself with peace. And the mountains and the hills will break forth into shouts of joy before you. And all the trees of the field will clap their hands instead of the thorn bush. The cypress, the tree will grow, and instead of the nettle, (laughs) nettle will go. So the word of God still speaks. I don't know how I got here, but we thank you, Holy Spirit. We're still learning God is good shepherd. We're still learning to lead him. The word of God still speaks to us and will give us revelation. And and it's going to be higher than we think. And it's going to stretch us beyond our imagination. It's going to stretch us in our parenting. It's going to stretch us in our marriages. It's going to stretch us in our relationships with others. That's, that. go back over there to Timothy. That's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to push us beyond every barrier. It's supposed to push us outside our comfort zone. It's supposed to pull us in a position and a place where we look at life differently, where we change. And when we act according to the word of God, in our relationships when we act according to the word of god in our marriages when we act according to the word of god in our friendships then guess what's gonna happen there's gonna be we're gonna be that's what the word said it's gonna make you successful my god this is so simple this is so like this is yet so simple but we make it so complicated it's God was dealing me with me with some things on the boys last night. He was telling me this morning. He was like, make sure you do this, right? Make sure you're more tender to them in this area. Make sure you respond to them in this area. Again, pulling me outside my comfort zone. Again, making me tender and responsive to this need. <laughs> like tender and responsive to their needs. Because again, I'm supposed to be bringing them up in the admiration, the discipline, and the respect of the Lord. So when we come back and it says the scripture will convict us, instruct us, correct us, restore us to obedience. I want to give you this and then we're out of here. So when I make a decision, come on, Lord, to stretch beyond my capacity by letting the word of God speak to me, it's going to restore It's going to restore the broken relationships, even if I'm a parent and I humble myself and I, it's okay for you to apologize to, I, re, I sent my sons, I said, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I parented you the best that I thought. I parented you in the best capacity that I thought I was supposed to parent you. I parented you in the best way that I thought I am so sorry for the gaps. I am so sorry if I traumatized you. I Because so, sometimes we'll think, well, I'm not the worst parent. Well, I provided and I supported them, but never really stopping to listen to the Holy Spirit, never stopping to listen to God, to hear him lead us and to direct us, to hear the word of God say, don't show favoritism, to hear the word of God say, don't exasperate them, to hear the word of God say, don't irritate them, to hear the word of God say, don't nag them, to hear the word of God to say, don't worry, to hear the word of God say that. Well, to come back and see Timothy say this, that I'll correct it. I'm going to train you in the word of God and then I'm going to restore you. I love this. I'm going to restore you. I'm going to restore Like, I'm going to restore. So the word of God is what restores the relationship. The word of God is what changes the relationship. The word of God is what's higher than us. My God, I love this today. The word of God is what's going to give us the wisdom and knowledge for every relationship, every circumstance, and every situation. Because it's it's his word. It's the evidence of him that we need in absolutely everything. So it's not that God is not speaking. It's not that God doesn't have an answer for us. And I think that's where I even start. It's, it's, will we be led by him? Will we allow ourselves to be stretched beyond what we think is true, beyond what's normal for us, beyond what we think is vital? Will we come out of our comfort zone? <laughs> will we come out of what we think we know as best and let, let the word of God correct, do absolutely everything that he needs to needs to do for us like everything everything for our marriage everything for our relationships everything and how we start will we really let the word be the word will we really let the word be the word well, the word of God speaks to us about every situation. The word of God has revelation for every situation. Re- the word of God, what I love today and what I'm taking away personally, when I act according to the word, it will restore. When I'm obedient to the word, it's going to be restored. 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 It was going to be, it's going to be restored. My God, it's gonna be restored. If I if I take the opportunity right now and I'm not haughty and I'm not prideful and I pray this and say, Father God Please forgive me for everything that I've done outside your word. Please forgive me, Father God, for not listening to you speak to me in the word. Father God, please forgive us, Father God, for for not understanding the correction, the guidance that we needed in your word in terms of our relationships in marriage, in terms of our relationships with our children, Father God. Please forgive us, Father God, for making ourselves higher than your word please forgive us for not allowing you to be good shepherd in every circumstance and every situation in our life. Your word is tangible. Your word is faithful. Your word does not fail. So father God, please forgive us right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, forgive us for not living in relationships according to your word. My God, we drive out all faultiness in us. Father God, we thank you that the ministry of reconciliation is evident even in our personal lives. And I thank you and decree and declare today, Lord God, that you are restoring the mother-daughter relationship. That you are restoring relationships with fathers and you are raising up fathers. Father God, we plead the blood of Jesus over our children today. We thank you that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We buy the eye salve, give us ears to hear. Show us how to be in better relationship with others according to your word and nothing less. Show us anything in our heart that is stony. Remove it from us today, Lord God so that you are evident in every relationship we humble ourselves before you we assume nothing lord god we come to you from a place of broken and contriteness needing more of you and less of us my god needing more of you and less of us so we can have a gentle kind spirit like the lord does i thank you for your gentleness I thank you for your peace. Jesus, I thank you for your holiness. I thank you. You have the power that the word has the power to restore every relationship. Reverse the curse. My God. Unlock the doors of our hearts so that we can be tender, supple, and vulnerable. Move, Holy Spirit, like you've never. Move, Holy Spirit. Move, Holy Spirit. Move, Holy Spirit, in our relationships like never before. Let our hearts be pliable and tender and responsive to you, hearing us lead us in every relationship. Father God, we cast our marriages on you this morning. My God, even those that have not happened yet, we cast, Father God, our children on you this morning. Even those that that have not been born yet, Father God, we thank you, Father God. We will not be anxious for anything. We come to you in prayer and supplication. We're asking you, Father God, lead us and guide us. Lead us away from temptation. Show us how to be better parents. Show us how to be better wives. Show us how to be better husbands. Let us assume absolutely nothing. Thank you that the word is restoring the relationships. In Jesus name. Amen. Yeah. Reverse the curse. Remove the hindrances. Father God, we thank you for this relationship today. We cover our sons and daughters in the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that our prodigal sons and daughters are coming home. And we thank you, Lord God, and we receive it all by faith. God, the word of God. Will you take that as as how evidence of how God real God is today? The word of God will restore your relationships. My God, you don't restore. The word of God restores the relationship. So if I'm living the word of God, and I'm talking about really living it, can I tell you there's a gentleness when you start living the word of God? Can I tell you there's a calmness when you start living the word of God? Can I tell you there's a peace when you start living the word of God? My God, that's it. Father God, we thank you. Father God, we glorify you. Father God, we thank you for your word this morning. I cover everybody on this devotional in the blood of Jesus. And if my God, we thank you. We thank you, Father God, for just the giving of your people. We thank you, Father God, for the souls that are not saved. We thank you, Lord God, you are repairing the breach in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, two things. If by any way that God speaks to you and tells you to sow into this ministry, um, to become a partner with this ministry, will you go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, hit the door button make your donation there or cash app us dollar sign lmj ministry if god speaks to your heart and say you know what give to lmj ministries i promise you you can go to the website and find out all the way in all the places of where your seed goes that's the first 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 thing like that's the first thing we got a whole financial system over there just ask if you want to know more just ask we got drew projects we got feed the streets we sponsor a family or families every year for christmas um so you can go find out the Next thing is, if you have not received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your moment. This is how connecting to Jesus is how you know God is real. Connecting to Jesus is, is what changes your life. Connecting with Jesus is what helps you with your parenting. Connecting with Jesus is what helps you in your relationships. That's what it does. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your moment. Just repeat after me Dear Jesus, I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm asking you to come into my heart and take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Romans tells us, 1013, he will no way cast you out. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at com. We would love to get some materials in your hand, and I would love to disciple you. That's it for today. I love you. What a What a gentle, correcting, and affirming word. My God, of just how God speaks to us for marriage and how God speaks to us for parenting and how God leads us and how he gives us clarity and how he gives us direction so that we can walk into the fullness of who he called us to be. I'm believing and declaring over your life today that the word of God is getting ready to restore your relationships. The word of God is getting ready to restore your relationships because you're going to let the word, you're going to calm down, you're going to take some deep breaths. You're going to get quiet. I heard the Holy Spirit say, some of y'all just need to be quiet. You've been saying too much. You're going to get quiet and you're going to let the word lead the relationships and not from beating a person up, not from beating a person with the word, that you live the word from the inside out. That's it. I will see you guys back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Invite somebody in. Go share the devotional. Back here at 5 a.m. I cannot wait to see what God does with us, how he is with us tomorrow, where he leads us, where he guides us, and how he grooms and grows us. I'll see you back here in the morning, 5 a.m. Love, peace, and blessing. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.